You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 17 weeks, 4 quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning Winning try. All right, so we are answering questions from your mailbag. Cornell and I asked you for questions regarding what your concerns, questions, and thoughts were for your Baltimore Ravens. So here's our next question. Can the Ravens clinch the number one seed if they finish 13-4? and four? I must say no. I mean, they already they already have an adva- a disadvantage. They have three conference losses. So the answer is no. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. That's where I stand with it. They're already at a disadvantage. They have the hardest schedule moving down the stretch anyway. Uh, I'm not going to say that it's completely off the table. I'm saying that it's a very good chance it's not going to happen anyway because they've dug themselves in a a AFC hole at this point. Yeah, I think that'll probably be the the defining factor. I mean, I'm looking at the Chiefs schedule right now who's eight and three um, as well. I mean, their toughest game left is Buffalo. They do go to Green Bay on Sunday night football this upcoming Sunday. I mean, yep. anything can happen. Uh, and Green Bay has played well as of late. I don't expect the Chiefs to lose that game. But again, anything can happen, especially going to Lambeau. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I, I have a tough time imagining that uh, the Chiefs are going to find a way to lose more than one or other game. Another team to watch out for the the Jaguars. The Jaguars sit at eight and three right now. I look at their record. I mean, I look at their schedule. They have a matchup against the Ravens um, yeah. in a couple of weeks. But other than that, um, going to Cleveland will be tough for them in two weeks. I do think that'll be a tougher game. Maybe going to Tampa Bay. Uh, I don't think Tampa Bay is a super tough team. 
but they are that they're one of those hot and cold teams. You don't know what type of team you're going to get to show up on any given week. And I'm not a big believer of the Jags this year. I I, I actually yeah. like Houston more than I like uh, Jacksonville mm-hmm. right now. So I mean, I, I, to your point, I think the Ravens, uh, their AFC record right now, their conference record is kind of going to be the thing that does them in. Uh, yeah, I, I I think it's going to be an uphill battle to hold on to that one seed. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I, it's it's just going to be – it's going to take a lot of moving parts for them to come up with the number one seed. Um, I actually don't want them to get the number one seed, but I think that's another conversation for another day. <laughs> so there's that. Um, all right, next question. Is John Harbaugh holding back this team from being elite? What's your thoughts on this, Cordell? No. I don't. They've been elite with John Harbaugh. I mean, the Ravens have always been one of the elite teams in the league, in my opinion, the last couple of years. Now, let's not let's not get confused. Their injury issues with them struggling on the field. They have had major injuries, specifically to the quarterback position, the last couple of years that I think has hindered them from getting to where they want to be. But I, I just think. And this is what it's not just exclusive to Ravens fans. This is these are all fans that go through this. Everybody's got an issue with the coach at some point in time. Everybody thinks they're smarter than the coach. And I'm not sitting here defending Harbs and saying he's perfect. He's far from it. We've talked at at nauseum about his lack of uh decision his bad decisions or lack thereof throughout throughout the course of the games we've talked about his the challenges on uh, in the Chargers game the the game earlier in the year where they told Zeta uh fair catch and and then instead of calling timeout and you know switching that up he doesn't I mean I'm I'm one of those guys that I, I try to stay in the moment I try to keep things where they are and when I criticize and in this case John Harbaugh I try to keep it in perspective, but in no way, shape, or form do I think that the Ravens are better off without John Harbaugh. We'll see what happens in the postseason if he ends up costing them a game. But from my count, the last couple of years that the Ravens have been knocked out in the postseason, I don't think that those have basically been uh, because of John Harbaugh. I think it's been because of the play on the field that's caused them those losses in the postseason. So I would disagree with that. I don't know how to feel about this, Cordell. I'm going to be honest with you. I I go back and forth. I don't know. Um, And I say that because, I, I, you know, the fourth quarter collapses to me. Yes, I am putting that on the players uh, 100%. I just don't think that they're the only culprits that's part of that equation. And I think that the head coach is a part of that equation. And so while I think that John Harbaugh is a player's coach, I don't like using the word player's coach because I don't th- I don't necessarily think like he just listens to what players want. I mean, and he, he does. Their input is absolutely important, which I think all coaches should feel that way. Um, but I don't, I don't necessarily like the term players coach because I don't think he just listens to whatever it is that they have to say. I mean, I think he, you know, has a nice healthy balance of what it is that he wants to implement and the things that they see that they want to do. But there's times where I do feel like like coaching got to be better. You know, we talked about the Chargers game. Like, you, how are you captain yellow flag and then don't throw flags for, you know, the first down situations and then turn around? Because who's upstairs? And these are your people. 
You know what I'm saying? These are your people. And then you do throw the flag for something that was obviously legal. You right. know, um, you know, there's there's been things like that have have happened this season that makes you scratch your head. Um, like you said, the 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 Zay Flowers situation in the Colts game. Uh-huh. How was that not communicated? I put that on the head coach and they probably win that game had that been communicated. You know what I'm saying? So um, while I don't think the answer is a flat out um, yes, I feel like that there are some situations where if someone wanted to make a case, you couldn't ignore it either, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and I think that the answer will come, like you said, we have to see what they do during the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That will give me a better idea of what I think about Harbaugh and what this team is, because this team is too good on paper, in my opinion, for um, them to get into the playoffs and then have find themselves with a quick exit. I, I just don't, particularly with the way that the rest of the AFC is, is, is going about its way. You know, Buffalo isn't what we thought it would be. Kansas City is you know, now having a defense and, and their offense is, is, is a little shaky at times. Um, no reason why the Ravens should not find a way to win a playoff game this postseason. So we're going to find out. But my answer right now is to be determined. That's where I'm going to go with that. All right, last question. What we got? Can the Ravens keep both Patrick Queen and Justin Matabike? The answer is no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't think long term. Yeah, I don't think long term. No. Uh, and it would take some, it would it would take some uh, contract renegotiating yep. and stuff. And um, it's a couple of contracts that they could have reworked this year that they didn't. We talked about Ronnie Stanley. Could he be a post June one cut next year? They save a nice chunk of change cutting Ronnie. Um, Tyus, I would imagine that that situation will fix itself, but they'll save some money in that regard too if they decide to go that route. So I think one, I don't, I don't think both of those guys get long-term deals. That's not feasible. Now, could there be a situation where they franchise tag Matabike and then get Patrick Queen signed long-term? I could see that. I could definitely see that. I saw Adam Schefter the other day talking about Matabike on his pod on his podcast, and he said that. Uh, he talked about how the Ravens had tried to make an effort to sign Matabike before the season started. And Matabike essentially decided to bet on himself. And he's looking like an absolute genius for doing that. Um, but that's not going to stop the Ravens from using their franchise tag. And I think that I, I think and I think in their minds, they believe this as well. They have a better shot of getting Patrick Queen signed long term than Matabike. Mm. Um, and I think Matabike would be the right now, he's the franchise tag candidate in my mind. Yeah, I, I just don't see it happening. Um, you said maybe short term, I don't see that either. So, hey, prove us wrong, Ravens. I mean, and make it happen, but as of right now, I don't. There's a lot of parts that have to move, like you said, there's a lot of reconstructing that has to go on with other people's contracts. There's just a lot of things that would have to be put in place in order to make these things happen. And a perfect world, yes, you, you can keep them both. But unfortunately for uh, fans, the NFL does have a salary cap that some people, you know, definitely um, don't take lightly. And the Ravens are one of those teams that don't take their salary cap lightly. So that's really the, the concern here. But uh, hopefully one of, of those guys, or maybe both, you know, can find their way back in purple and black in 2024. So we'll see how that goes. We want to thank you all for listening. 
enjoy your bye week. Cordell, what are you doing on your bye week, by the way? Working. Working more okay. than I do <laughs> or during the regular season uh, when okay. the Ravens are playing. Uh, I've been filling in for Bob uh, on Vinny and Haney this week, and now I'm filling in for both of them as I'm riding solo uh, to finish the finish the week, which is fine. Always love uh, talking to the people of Baltimore. So doing a lot of that and uh, still watching football is, you know, still other teams to pay attention to. And with the Ravens not playing this week, it allows us to really – uh, lock in and see a how the rest of the AFC North will be doing this weekend. Joe Flacco, former yep. Raven, gets an opportunity. Looks is looking like he'll be starting, he'll be starting. The rounds yep. this weekend. And uh, you want to see, I guess, if Pittsburgh's offense is is really different now without Matt Canada. They look really different the first game without him. We'll see if that trend can continue. But uh, yeah, we'll see what the rest of the league does with the Ravens getting some rest. 